Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com Matt Riddle Brocast. Look at that beautiful piece of hardware. The new Progress Atlas champion. Bruh, you got to weigh over 206 pounds to get this beast. Do you really? You do. When I weighed in about 210, came in, beat a dude by the name of Rampage, not Rampage Jackson. Rampage Brown. Rampage Brown. And uh, beat him, ground and pounded him for the three. It was a brutal contest. This was a bit of a surprise appearance, although you did tell me you were getting your phone back, so I kind of knew that you were going to the UK. Let me ask you, mm-hmm. which was the more emotional moment, you being reunited with your phone or winning that championship? I would say winning the championship. The phone was definitely a good time, you know, especially, you know, not just the technology upgrade. I was using like a Nokia Luma, like in 2011. So the upgrade back to the 2016 iPhone was staggering. But winning the championship a day after my birthday was uh, pretty good. Felt pretty yeah. good. We have plenty to talk about in that regard. So what did you do for your birthday? Were you flying? I was in the air flying, I believe, uh, American Airlines. Damn, all your holidays spent traveling. How, how does that feel? Oh, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't really consider like one day a holiday just because everybody else says it is. You know, I can come home like two days after my birthday and celebrate, or two days before my birthday to celebrate, or a month later and celebrate. You know, I feel like whenever I have time and I can make time for myself, that's more of a that's when I celebrate things. You know. So, how did you celebrate your birthday? Or have you? You know, I I really haven't yet because I've been so busy. I mean, I, I, I enjoy my life all the time, so I'm pretty good. But uh, when I get back next week, I think I'm going to go out for some sushi, get some sushi, and uh, that's that's about it. I just want to go out, get some all-you-can-eat sushi. I tried sushi for the first time two weeks ago. I thought it was overrated garbage. Overrated garbage. You must have you must have fine taste. I do. I do. I bet. <laughs> I thought it was overrated garbage. You, you know, it 
it, it's a, you gotta like it. And it depends yeah. on where you go. Some joints aren't that good. Other joints are just like how oh man. So good. Uh, to your point, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we were talking about janky fuck chords before the show. This was a janky fuck chord of a sushi restaurant. So yeah. I'll tell you this. I got sushi in a strip club in Las Vegas. Oh no. And it was really good. Really? Well, it was uh it was uh Crazy Horse Three. It was after one of my fights and uh yeah, it was top notch. They had a sh- they must have like some Japanese chef in the back doing it right. <laughs> I've never eaten at the strip club. I always hear about those people well, that like eat lunch at the club. You gotta realize the Vegas strip clubs are different than like your Kentucky strip mm-hmm. club. Oh, shit, I would imagine. You know, just <laughs> it is what it is. Fair point. <laughs> fair point there. Um, so, how far ahead do you find out that you're winning something like the Progress Atlas Championship? I usually find out when I get there and I take it. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you know, I usually, honestly, I everything usually goes day of. Yeah, you know, even like the other guy didn't even know he was losing it till that day. But you know, like that's just how it goes. And you know, like the next time I go there, they're like, "Well, this is happening." I'll be like, "All right," you know. I can always say no. Like I don't agree yeah. to that. And he could have said no. That's true. He's a so, big dude. He was a big dude. Is this your first championship? Did you win one? I think you won one at the Monster Factory. I won one at the Monster Factory. I won the tag titles at Cape Keystone Pro Wrestling in Pennsylvania. So I've won a couple. I've won a couple belts, you know. But this is probably the most prestigious title. Is that you shitting on Monster Factory? How dare you? No, no, not at all. It's uh, it's just that the Monster Factory works in one location in one state, you know, and I'm gonna get Danny Cage on here to shoot on you. Not, not at all. You know, it's a great place and it's a great time. I'm. Oh, we're losing you, Matt. Matt with those janky fuck cords over there. Yeah, needless to say, Matt's internet, once again, is not the undisputed Progress Atlas champion. Glad it was the first time. You're you're popping in and out, Matt. Let me send him a text. This is a mess. Well, I feel like I I can hear you and see you. Wow, it's experiencing difficulties. Yeah, how about that? I'm not getting that message. Over here rolling on my 50 Mbps. This is what? garbage. I need an upgrade. How about now? The, yeah, the, I got you for now. Yeah, well, let, let's see. We'll play it by ear. It'll probably be fine. It'll, be It'll fine. probably be fine. Uh, when is your next appearance for Progress, or do you know? Uh, I think it's not until maybe February. That's not bad. Next yeah. month. Yeah. You show up and, then, and, the and then I think and then in March I think I'm there again in March and then I'm or no they're coming to WrestleMania weekend so I might just be there you know you're gonna have a fun WrestleMania weekend I would imagine I know you're gonna have a fun Royal Rumble weekend I'll be there for one of your matches I'll be sitting in the second row all, all by myself what, probably... what, which which match which match are you gonna be there for do you know January 28th, the one before NXT. I don't know. I figured you would know. 
I haven't looked at a card. Well, already. I think I'm wrestling ACH this weekend. Yes. And Dustin in a hardcore matchup. Nice. I think uh, no Keith, I think Keith Lee versus Chris Hero was on that show I'm going to. That's you're gonna be happy with that. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. They go they go soft in the pocket. <laughs> I'm very excited to to go to my first Evolve show. Like I've we've stepped up our coverage of Evolve because of people like you and Jason Kincaid who uh do some work for us at, at Fightful. So I'm very, very, very excited for that. Like I'm stoked. It's it's a uh, you're gonna you're gonna it's you're in for a real treat a real treat. You know? Let's see if I can find this card. They probably haven't announced it. Oh yeah, they have. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah, I was like, you know what? If we've got Matt Riddle and Jason Kincaid on the site, we should probably be covering more of these live. It's true. Be- Timothy Thatcher and Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Oh my God! And it says, okay, it says Chris Hero versus Zack Saber for Evolve seventy seven. Uh, okay, I'll take that. That's not bad. Freddie Yehi, am I saying that right? Yeah. Against ACH, hot damn! That should be good. Hot sauce and the L- L- Laredo kid, and then Matt Riddle versus Dustin in an ODQ match. Now you understand. Now this is a tough one for me. I don't know Chuck Taylor personally, but he is a Kentucky gentleman. He is a Kentucky gentleman. He was actually my roommate when we tried out for the WWE. How did he? How did he do in that? He did great. You know, he 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 knows how to wrestle. He's athletic. You know, and uh, he can he can move. Uh, so yeah, you know, he's good. He's the night good. before that, you versus ACH, Zach Saber, oh. Ethan Page, Chris Hero, TBA. I assume that's the Keith Lee match. Then. Uh, Hot Sauce and Yehi against Thatcher and Cobb. Man, they're bringing the pain, San Antonio, aren't they? Jesus. They're, they're going for it. They're going for it. Ooh, Peter Casa against uh, some guy. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay. Peter Casa is legit. Yeah, he's pretty good. He may be up there with you as, like, most athletic and evolved, Matt. Well, yeah. Well, he's more. I feel like he's more Dragon Gate. Isn't well, he? I mean, but he's in the he's in, he, he's I mean, in the picture. He's in the picture. I mean, let's be real. You talk about is Dar- Dar- no, is Darby out? Does them? Is Darby Allen on the card? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. This this is from like ten days ago. The uh, the card that I'm seeing. So well, they might not post every single match on the card. I was just checking in. I can I can always checking for no reason in particular, right? Right. I'm just checking on the, you know, the list of matches. But yeah, I don't get to go to a lot of uh, stuff like Evolve, so I'm very, very, very excited. Even though I'll be there by myself, I'm probably bringing my camera so I can get some pictures for the damn website. That way we don't use the same three pictures of you all the time. Yeah, and well, old, it's, you know, and old it's, UFC stuff. Yeah, well, it's easy. I need to get more promo pics, you know. Yeah, I have a lot of action shots these days. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, fortunately for the site, some wonderful gentleman uploaded some high quality photos of you to Wikipedia. And Ooh. if they're on Wikipedia and Wikimedia Commons, they're out there for use. They're they're allowed to be reused, Ooh. and they are awesome shots. So I'm about to get some more. Oh, hey, some more. Whoa. 
AJ Styles got robbed during a live event on Monday. Really? Well, people say he was but, robbed. It sounds like somebody like helped. Somebody held him up. At like okay, yeah, that's that's why people need to adjust this. Fix your fucking headlines, guys. From one journalist to another, uh, if he was performing and his shit was stolen, he was burgled. Apparently, one thousand dollars in cash, seven thousand uh, Japanese yen, which is about sixty-one bucks American. His iPhone, a set of Beats headphones, a small screen TV, an Xbox 360, and six Xbox games, Matt. Who got – where did he have this to be Probably stolen? backstage. Probably backstage at the event. That is quite a collection of items. Right? I mean, it sounds legit. I mean, he sounds like AJ Styles would have all that stuff. But. Well, he does. He, he loves to travel. He loves to have – well, he loves to have his video games when he travels. You know, he's been to Japan, so he's probably got some Japanese money. You know, it all makes sense. Of course. All I mean, sense. I had some Canadian but, dollars downstairs, and I've never been to Canada. But who But who would – at a backstage event, like who has access to the backstage and would be able to steal all that? Oh, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Any Omega, there are rumors like, will he go to WWE, will he won't? I don't think he's going to. Do you think he'd be a good fit there for what they do? I, I think Kenny Omega could be a good fit anywhere. I think anybody could technically be a good fit anywhere the way they I mean, use him. Right. But, but Kenny Omega, well, if they really let him wrestle and do his thing, yeah. You know, like like – if they let anybody like Sami Zayn, Kevin, any of those guys to go out there and do their thing and put it all on the line, like it'll, they'll be worth it. Uh, but like, it, it's just a matter of timing. Like, if they brought Kenny Omega in, yeah, he'd definitely be a huge star. He'd be super over. But I don't know. You know, it's kind of I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, especially at his age of the game, like, they they want to go to WWE just to see if they can get that WrestleMania moment, you know? Sure. So, I feel like, and I feel like he had, like, that, you know, Wrestle Kingdom, like, that was a big moment with Okada, like, huge. So, maybe he's going for that moment, you know, at WrestleMania now. But at the same time, he might just be happy with, like, maybe he goes back and wins it in the main event next year, you know? Speaking of, this isn't me implying that you need to go to WWE or anything. What what has been your dream WrestleMania moment if you were to have one? Just uh, you know, retiring Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That seems like the consensus around like before the Goldberg thing. I, I got that a lot from people. Like Matt Riddle should be the guy to beat Goldberg. He's legit. He has credibility. He's the size of wrestler that WWE wouldn't be like. Well, he's too small. Uh, a lot of things going for you in that regard. I think that'd be a hell of a match. Have you ever spoken to Brock Lesnar personally? I haven't. I've been on the same card as him a couple of times, or maybe once. Not sure. But I've been to a couple of his fights live, you know, but we've never – he kind of – like certain people are like you can tell are like super VIP and they kind of like are off to the side, you know. Sure. Most of the fighters are in like a group – you know, separated but in a group. And then, like, there's some, like, you know, probably like your Brock Lesnar's, your Ronda Rousey's, your Conor McGregor's, you know, like the superstars. We got some – oh, well, this 
This seems like interesting news. Seems like. Ooh. Anthem, the company that owns TNA now. They're dropping the TNA initials. They'll just be called Impact Wrestling. What do you think about that change? It's one that a lot of people have pushed for before. I don't think a name's going to change anything. Sure. I don't think so either. But, I mean, do you think it's at least no. maybe a step in the right direction? No, I, I don't think a name change. Like, if they're going to change it, they should change it completely. completely. I mean, it's, it's not TNA anymore. Well, it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be TNA, TNA Impact, Impact Wrestling. It should just be, I guess Impact Wrestling's not horrible. Yeah, it could be worse. IW, you know. <laughs> well, I think Impact they would just wrestling. call it Impact, like kind of like Progress or Evolve or yeah, this is Impact. I don't know. Yeah, they could do that. Impact. Hey. Impact. All right. See, you're on yeah, it. Okay, okay. So, yeah, they're, maybe they're in the right direction. They used to get those TNA chants. Well, now, the now they just get to delete, delete, delete. Yeah, that's know? true. So, which is good. Which is good. Hey, it's better than nothing. Correct. Better than crickets. Have you ever been in front of a crowd that's just crickets and you're like, you sons of bitches, will you wake up? Yeah, but I don't know. In my head, I feel like I'm always hearing noise. They're like, yeah. <laughs> most, of the time, well, most of the time they are. But, yeah. But like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like everything's more intense when you're in there. So it's just like, oh, did you see that? So like, I don't know. At least I hype myself up like that, I guess. Indie shows are usually pretty good about that. But, like, what if you were in WWE and you're out there and, man, you know how some of those crowds are, dude. They show up there and they don't want to have fun, which is weird to me why you would go and pay your money to go to a wrestling show and just be like, woo. Well, I think uh, I think those wrestling shows are looking for something different and they're not getting it, you know? Yeah. So it's a, I think that's it. Or maybe they're looking for crazy moves. Maybe they're looking for death matches or something that they, you know, like it all depends on what crowd you work for and how smart the crowd is. And not even how smart, but it's like what the crowd's into. You know, every crowd's different. You know, honestly, I feel like as long as you have a wide variety of moves and personality, it's pretty, and facial expressions and, like if you have enough going on, it should be able you should be able to get some kind of reaction out of any crowd. I'm liking that that almost all crowds are getting a little smarter about like grappling because we're seeing a lot more realistic grappling with guys like you and Timothy Thatcher and stuff like like coming and they're they're starting to learn like just like MMA crowds did. You know, it's nice and it's because you know I, I you know tip my hat to a guy like Tim Thatcher, even a Jeff Cobb, you know, even guys like a. Fred Yeha, he might do some crazy stomps there and there and, like, foot punches and stuff. But at the same time, he does have an amateur background. And, like, Gresham, David Starr, you know, the the list goes on. Even Cody Rhodes has an amateur background, you know. We have an interview with David Starr coming on the site next week. Oh, hey, guys, good man. I think I actually might be challenging him for the shotgun title and i might he might be challenging me for my atlas title Ooh, double title and by then i'm probably going to be the rev pro champion 
as I say, the Rev Bro champion after I beat. Oh Shibata. no! He's well wrestling. He's on wrestling Shibata tomorrow, or is it tomorrow? It's sad. It's it's like I think it's like tomorrow in England. Here's a quote that uh, Matt gave to our uh, our own Pat Fannin about you. He said, "Matt is awesome. He's great. He's always had a charisma about him." You knew being around him, he was going to be something. Before he got into wrestling, he achieved notoriety. So there was no way to take that away from him. Now he works his ass off to become uh, a great professional wrestler, and that's what he's doing. He's only getting better. I wrestled Matt pretty early on. He was just really starting to put himself together as who he wants to be and what he wants to do and how he wanted to carry himself as a pro wrestler. Since that match, he's gotten even better. Uh, I've gotten even better. We've both had our name value increase significantly. Both have prestigious European titles in two companies that are currently working together. I think it would be an awesome matchup to have right now to have the Progress Atlas champion against the WXW Shotgun champion. Listen to the respect he gives you there. The respect. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You know, some you know they say sports entertainment. I call it sport wrestling. You know. Yeah. There's gentlemen rules. But you I, have a, hard. I mean, I have a soft spot for people who cross over. I mean, I I make my career covering the crossover of MMA and pro wrestling. So I like seeing stuff, people that come in with an amateur background. I love mm. that. And I, I love the because there are certain things that they know how to put together in matches that people who don't have an amateur background don't necessarily – it's hard for them to grasp maybe. It's just no. It's just different. It's different. I think it's more of a like that raw, that raw motion or raw like movement in the ring. Like you know, like spots are cool, spins, rolls, dives, whatever. But then, like when somebody hits like a hard drop step, takes your back and suplexes you on your head, or like just like drags your arm and then like kicks you in the face, you know, really quick. It's it's a little different, you know, than. Uh, flip and a, you know, an elbow drop. You like it's not just that you grasp the in ring stuff so quick. Like I'm, I'm a big, big fan of like wrestling psychology and learning more and more and more and more and ba- more and more about it. And, like I watch your matches and like almost everything makes sense. Like there's not a lot that I watch in a Matt Riddle match and I'm like, well, why would he do that? Why would somebody do that? Why would he wait for him to do this? Like. I don't see a lot of that in your match, and you're like you're not even two years in. Like, yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing is, and even when like I teach, like even when I give pointers in professional wrestling, which I rarely do, but if somebody ever asks, I'd be like, "Well, what are you trying to do? You're trying to win. I know you're still doing your thing, but you're trying to win. So, like, at any point of the match, like you should never really let your guard down if you're that close. You know, yeah. Like, even if your hands are down, you should be coming in aggressive or backing up, like fierce. You know, like it should make sense in that thing. And then, like, if you're hurting somebody, it's all right to taunt, but like you shouldn't just be like clapping you know you should be like revving something up or like i don't know some people do everybody has their own way of doing something i have my way of doing it i i just like the way i do it you know and i feel like in my world it like makes sense like because if i was in the street fight and i did the things i did and he was laying there selling i might do what i do in the ring you know granted my reaction time would be a little quicker (laughs) but you know but that seriously you know so you know what frustrates me the biggest thing i hate 
tell. When people lay flat on their back in the ring and don't expect somebody to pin them. That's the point of the fucking match is to pin somebody's shoulders to the mat and they'll lay flat. That, that's a spot that I've never understood that the tackle drop down and I've been guilty of doing it too, but you got a guy on his back and you're running away from him. I think Sean Waltman brought that up yesterday on Twitter. He's like, you've got the guy where you're supposed to get him in the first place on his back with his shoulders to the mat. And then you run, you run away from him. Yes. There are a lot of little things, man. Like a lot yes. of really little things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get, don't get me wrong. It's, I'll be honest. Like it, it depends on what you're a fan of, but like that stuff like looks pretty, you know, like when somebody like grabs a headlock, they do some crazy wrist locks back into a headlock, takeover, up, shoot them off, shoulder tackle, drop down, leap frog, hip toss back, you know, like, Oh, you know? Yeah. And all they really did was run around a ring and do the, you know, Hey, it, it takes talent. I've done it. You know, I'm just like me personally, I wouldn't mind. I, I like doing it both. But I personally, I don't see the point of like running as much as they do when you really don't have to. One of the best things I got to do, uh, I got to train with Billy Robinson before his passing. Uh, he trained like Sakuraba and Josh Barnett and Shayna Baszler. And he would teach us work stuff and shoot stuff. And he had us put him in a headlock. And he was like, well, people do all this fancy stuff. He just reached in the headlock, grabbed the wrist, and put me in a hammer lock immediately. And I was like... Yeah, that works a lot better. That makes a lot more sense than dragging somebody off the ropes and you're supposed to break their hands before you push them off the ropes. There's a lot of simplification. And the thing I like is that it's starting to come. It started, you're starting to see it. And that's what I like when I see you, Cobb. That- this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. People like that. Simple can be a simple spot like that that you don't see all the time can get a big reaction and that's what I'm really liking about some of the crowds today is that they're starting to understand that you don't have to be elaborate to be clever and to it's I think it's 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 a good uh progression I agree we got some crazy news Matt people won't let me not do these anymore crazy news what's going on tell me a goat walked into an Oregon 7-Eleven and helped herself to sour Skittles. Ooh. Would that be your choice? Now, now, as I, I like sour here, Skittles. They're good. I, I, uh, yeah, they're really good. Sometimes the, if you eat like the king size bag, though, it'll make your tongue raw. And Dude, the amount of times my tongue has been raw from Sour Patch Kids, yep. Sour Skittles, I have a problem. I thought like maybe I was. Nah. What, do I have just a sensitive tongue? No, I'm glad to hear it happens. That way. happens to me all the time when I – like, I actually take breaks because I'll be like, <laughs> my, my mouth hurts. I'm just eating too much sour candy. Sorry, that. It's, I'm probably going to die. That doesn't sound good. You can make it through a WWE tryout, no problem. Got to take a break on the Sour Patch, though. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. When I was at the trial, I think I was, like, eating, like, sharp cheese and, like, Sour Patch Kids and stuff like that and Cheez-Its. 
I have a good time. I drink V8 too. Yeah. So. Like you were doing it at the tryout or like that weekend? Well, that that's week. like, well, because I, instead of like going out to eat while I was down there, I bought groceries. Yeah. I bought some groceries. And then like the one day I got like Baja fresh for lunch and then came back to the training center, you know, ate a couple burritos. But, you know. There was a, a bodybuilder at, at the gym that I helped man, manage and he would always, he'd keep one of those giant bags of Skittles with the, the like Ziploc on the top. And he would grab a handful and he'd eat it before he lifted. I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I guess spiking his blood sugar to help his pump or something like that. And I was like, what? Which, I mean, I was in no position to question him. He was 275 pounds of like solid muscle. Uh, but, yeah. But I was like, that's interesting. But hey, I mean, this, you know, this goat had to get it. Sour Skittle fix, man. That's pretty legit. That's a really cool story. That's a Skittles commercial. If it doesn't already exist, it's going to. They get unique with their Skittle commercials. Taste they the do. Rainbow. Would that have been your first choice, Sour Skittles? That would have been, like, unless they had, I'm a Sour Candy guy, unless they had Sour Patch Kids Extreme. Ooh, I've never tried those. Oh, bro. If you never tried those Sour Patch Kids Extreme... You haven't lived. Your tongue will it. literally fall off your body. It will be bleeding because you will eat so many. It Dude, tastes my, so good. My wife eats these like filled Twizzlers, and they're fucking they're they're horrible. They smell Dude, like Play-Doh. Do people are weird? They like people will eat that. I I personally hate licorice, and then I've seen that Twizzler filled candy stuff, and I'm like, it's oh. disgusting. I've even it's, seen the sweet. They have a sweet tart one that's like it's yeah. the same thing, like and a it, rope. Yeah, it's like rope, and it's filled with like a gooier candy, but like the outside's like rubber. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like that's gross. Like I oh, then again, I'm eating sour candy until my tongue hurts. So even even like some of the cheapest like crap level. Sour candy can be good. Like at this gas station up the road, they just have these little tiny pages of like ridged sour candy. And I'm like, I don't care. Give it to me. I'll take the cancer that comes with it. Dude, I'll tell you this. I went to China. One thing I couldn't find in China, I literally had a translator. I was like, sour candy. Went into a candy shop. This is like their sour candy. Not sour at all. And I was like, that's weird. That's weird. I've had Japanese candy that's been really sour before. Oh, Chinese, I so. Yeah, Chinese candy, not so much. Unusual. Very. Virtual reality smell porn is on the way. Smell, I will pass on gas, I guess, in that case. Guess, guess what it's going to be called. Smell porn? Yeah, guess what it'll be called. I don't know, dude, that's what it'll be called. And it's called O-Roma. Like Aroma. Yeah, I get it. Aroma. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I play a lot of virtual reality video games and stuff like that. But like, I'm more like the virtual reality looking around, audio, and then uh, like maybe even like a vest where you can feel like if you get shot or like just running and stuff like that, you know? I think that's the future. I do. You can buy all that stuff. They have rumble packs for your body that are like. Oh, sure. But I mean, like virtual reality, just something more active. Because the thing is, like a lot of times, like you mentioned, Matt, you you said there are like a lot of games you're like, I don't want to play that because I can just go do it. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know. I feel you know like I mean? most games, like most people can't do the things you do in games. Sure. You can't GTA. I mean, I, like, I can't, I'm not going to go out. I can't, be, sure. I can't be the God of War in real life. Like, I get, you know, I can't be Kratos. But, like, how many times have you played EA UFC 2? I don't, because I can do that in real life. Exactly. You have done it in real but, life. But, like, I know my cousin who loves fighting but can't fight or doesn't fight. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say he can't fight, but doesn't fight. He plays that game all the time. Well, I mean, doesn't fight on the UFC level. What has he got, PS4 or Xbox? I think he's got the PS4. PS4 oh, you got to have him add me. I'm going to job him out on that game. Luke Rockhold is an absolute cheat code on that game. Not in real life. No, not in real life. Edson Barboza, also a cheat code on that game. Like, you just crack him with leg kicks all day, set him up. Is that what Done. you're doing? That's what you're doing? Yep. You know what I've been doing? I've been playing a lot of Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse 2. I've never watched Dragon Ball Z, never played a game, but oh, everybody I just watched my the whole new like I just watched the whole new series they just came out with called Dragon Ball Super Super. <laughs> it was good. A lot of people within MMA love Dragon Ball Z. Why is A lot that? of people in you know, I pro wrestling and yeah. MMA love Dragon Ball Z. You know, I think it is. Uh, if you ever watch it, like if you watch one of the sagas, like they're broken up in sagas, like who they're fighting, and then there'll be a certain amount of episodes, whatever. But uh, the characters in it, they're all like warriors, and they're different races of like different species. But like a lot of them look human. But like they're really proud, and they're like a warrior race. So like. You know, they fight with honor. So I feel like that's why a lot of wrestlers and fighters are like, you know, like you fight with honor to the death, you know. Yeah. Show that show that warrior spirit. And like a lot of the guys, the harder you beat them, the stronger they get. So it's like that pro wrestling mentality. Like you hit me, I fire up, I hit you, you know. So. I've been watching a lot more of your matches lately, Matt. I see a lot of that. Yeah. That's where, you know, that's where it comes from, the DBZ influence right there that warrior spirit Ooh, we just got an announcement that chris weidman versus gay guard musashi slated for ufc 210 that's a that's a good fight that is a good fight is there any interim titles or anything for that is that no but UFC? tony <laughs> ferguson likes to do that tony ferguson and khabib fighting for an interim title oh hey khabib Pure MMA veteran right there. He fought on my card that I had years ago. He is. Man, I love watching him. Dude, he, he's vicious. He does what he's got to do to win. I did this MMA fantasy game one time where you get points for every takedown, punch, strike, all that stuff that landed. And it was when he fought Abel Trujillo, and he took the son of a bitch down 21 times. I racked up the points that night. Did you did you see BJ Penn get molly whopped on Sunday? Really, that happened. I thought he was gonna win. Did you really? No, you know you <laughs> you were here last Thursday when we talked about it. it was a bad move, bad move, BJ. Oh and yeah, I, you're right. The, the thing is, I've never talked to BJ personally, but I've seen him on TV. I've seen him interact with people. He's probably a nice enough guy. Like I don't know why he stepped back in the cage and. It's the same reason why, like, I don't know why Chuck Liddell stepped back in the cage against Rich Franklin. And it's the same, I just don't know what these people are thinking. I really don't. I I would watch 
BJ Penn fight, Clay Guida, Dennis Seaver, Cole Miller. That's about it. That's about it. Those no. guys that are weathered <laughs> veterans. No, not even dude. Clay Guida's Clay Guida can still go pretty hard. Like he trains really hard. Oh, I know. He's a, he's a freak of nature. You know, BJ's definitely a better fighter, but Guida's just a beast. Guida's like three and seven in his last ten, though. Is he? Yeah. He's won three fights in like six years. Damn. He beat Hatsuhioki, Kawajiri, and Robbie Peralta. Everybody else, he's he's losing to all these top guys. Like Brian Ortega is on the come up. Dennis Bermudez was pretty hot at that point. Mendez, Gray Maynard, Ben Henderson. He fights good people. Oh, of course. Because, I mean, he made his name fighting good people. I mean, he beat Showtime Pettis and Dos Anjos and Nate Diaz. He's... He was one of those guys that you always looked forward to watching him fight. Not so much these days, but I would I would love I would watch Guida fight BJ Penn. I would probably watch Chuck Liddell crush some can, to be honest with you. Yeah, but, we all would, but at two hundred and five pounds, a can with a professional MMA record can still yeah. knock you clean unconscious. So it's, it's true. Like, and it's not like Chuck Liddell's like just like he's not like an Andre Orlovsky where like he technically could just like pick you clean apart. Granted, I think his chin is better than Andre Arlovsky's. But at the same time, Chuck Liddell's striking style is very brawler. You know, it's like, yeah, he throws a lot of power. He's got technique, but, you know, he's also like, if you, you know, he, he leaves it out there. He does. He does. I never, I never followed up on this question. How much do you think some of these poor scrubs are going to pay for virtual reality smell porn? I mean, there are dudes out there who buy girls' panties on the internet. So, yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, I would say like fifteen hundred dollars. They got to think oh, reasonably. Really? Yeah. Is it less? I, I don't know. I'm just gauging the market. I That's guess I, if it's brand new, brand new technology. That's true. I would say $1,500. And that's I mean, people, and people you, were spending five grand on tickle me Elmo dolls. And, back and, and I'll tell you this, and you would, you probably need the hard drive hardware that you can plug it into to use it on a computer or whatever, you know? So that would have to probably be the latest technology that's out because this is brand new. The same guy in our chat every week asks me to cut a promo on your behalf. What do you want me to cut a promo on? What kind of promo, bro? I don't I don't get it. What do you want him to say? What I mean, I could cut a promo for Matt cutting a promo for Matt Riddle is not hard. Like, oh, yeah, like I don't have a lot what, to go on. I got What do you mean going. cut a bro- promo for Matt Riddle? Yeah, like what am I like, you challenging me? Am I challenging you? Are we challenging other podcasts? To oh, he, fight? Yeah. Like, he says on your what, opponent. Uh, what opponent? He's got a lot of opponents. Oh, you mean Shibata? I already, I already cut a promo on Shibata. You want to cut another? So, bro, right here, you see, you see this belt? I'm about to grab the Rev Pro belt, too, and add it to my fucking collection, bro. That's my promo. Right there. <laughs> I'm the fucking man. Look at my MMA record and look at your MMA record, Shibata. So I'm going to fucking whoop your ass. Let's look at his MMA Right? That's it. That's a promo. All (laughs) smiles. All smiles, bro. 
Flick See, I got my camera action. here, but my like screen's like right there. So yep. I like look there, you get it. I have to put I put my camera right here, my screen right here, because I used to put it over here, and I would look sideways like this, and people would be like, "What are you looking at?" Yeah, I know. Damn, I, I, he's four eleven and one. Yeah. Oh he's my fought, so He fought sexy armor. He fought a couple tough guys, I guess. He fought Satoshi Ishii. Ishii was supposed to be something good back in the day. He fought Mayhem Miller, Sakuraba, Halleck Gracie, Akiyama, Sakurai. He beat Minowa. That's not a bad win right there. It may have been a work fight. But uh probably stop it. Uh Minowa's fight fought like 120 times, so uh Yeah. You ever had anybody offer to work a fight, Matt? No. Because Chael Sonnen, Chael Sonnen will always say that sometimes, back in the day, Shannon Rich would pop up in the room and says, who wants the night off? Like one of those. And what does that mean? They go, I'll take a dive and get an extra 500 fucking bucks from Shannon hey, Rich? Bob Sapp had pretty much admitted to doing it. But, I mean, the thing is, people were like, well, how dare Bob Sapp do that? And he appeared, and, like, Ariel Hawani was grilling him about it, as Ariel Hawani should have been grilling him about it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if you but, if you uh, want to take the, that kind of edge out of it, you probably shouldn't uh, compete, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is with Bob Sapp is he was a big name still overseas, and he was 10-4, and four, and then all of a sudden he lost, like, 10 straight fights, and he went on – uh, Ariel Hawani show, and he said, "You know what? I am retired comfortably right now because of that." And the thing is, he was doing it in places that didn't have athletic commissions, so he could not be punished for throwing fights. So he shows up there, he would work for a minute, and that's it. He gets yeah. his ten grand or whatever. There are far worse ways to make ten grand. Do you remember Sean Salmon, the guy that Rashad Evans head kicked and almost killed? Yeah, and seizured on the ground. Yeah, oh yeah, I think he's been throwing fights. He was he's throwing uh, fights. No, he's been losing fights, hence the seizure, bro. Well, here's the thing, man. He was 18 and 9. And since then he's lost 10 straight fights. And now this was a guy who was considered, I think I think it was a black belt, losing via heel hook in 25 seconds. That happens. Like I know, but he's he's losing these fights in like 20, 30 seconds. Like it's not like any effort put forth here, like 25 seconds, 35 seconds, one minute, 57 seconds, 41 seconds. I, I, wouldn't, say he's, I wouldn't say he's throwing the fights. He's probably just like not defending himself. 40 seconds, 25 seconds. These are consecutive, man. 10, 10 fights under a minute. 10 fights all under three minutes. Well, around three minutes. Uh, most of them a minute and a half or under. Well, I'll be honest. You never know. He might just be going in there, balls to the wall, you know? Some of these guys, Jeremy Horn, Tom DeBlast, they're kicking his ass no matter what. Yeah. But a lot of these guys are jobbers without Wikipedia pages. I think, you know, I think he's probably just not training. He's getting decent money, and he takes fights on short notice probably and just goes out there and gets beat. You know, and probably any probably fights for a guarantee show. Like, do you want four and four? And he's like, how about just uh, six? And they're yeah. like, okay, you know. That could be the case. That, that probably the case. is the case. What do you got going on this weekend? You facing Shibata? This weekend, 
I am facing Shabata at Rev Pro for the British heavyweight title. Right here is the Progress Atlas heavyweight title. Uh, and then, uh, and that's Saturday. Then Sunday, I wrestle IPW UK. I'm supposed to wrestle Pete Dunn, but I heard there might be a conflict. Really? With me wrestling Pete Dunn. Not, not because it's Pete Dunn or me. It's more so. Floor slam in WWE. Correct. So because of that, I'm probably not going to, uh, you know. Sure. Yeah. Understandable. So, uh, you know anything the, about Rev Pro and the WWE Network? Have I heard anything? Yeah. No. I mean, this is my first time there. Huh, I mean, okay. I know I know Progress when I was there. They were, you know, they worked and helped out with the WWE UK tournament. And a lot of their talent was in the tournament. You know, like Finn Balor was at Progress when I was there this mm-hmm. past weekend. And in Tommy End. Or... Alistair Black and Prince. Well, they they, uh, they call Tommy, Tommy End, End on the Tommy show. Tommy End and Prince Devitt were at Progress, and then Alistair Black and you know Finn Balor were at NXT. But what did you say they called him, Tommy Tommy End they, at NXT? Yeah, he, he wrestled uh, Neville on the the UK tournament show. Like as mm-hmm. between, they did a, a match between the semifinals and the finals to give him a little rest. And they called him Tommy End, which, I mean, it was probably just for that one-time thing, but, yeah. You know what? I, those UK crowds are doing it right. I love it. The UK crowds, crowds are good, but I think you've got to realize this. like, One, wrestling's pretty big there. Two, in America, we have wrestling, like, everywhere. WWE travels the country. You're like WWE is in, like, Allentown a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. Like they like literally like right down the street, like fifteen minutes from me, you know. And then they're in Philadelphia a couple times a year. You know, they're at you know Jersey a couple. They're they're very close to me all the time. Well, like in the UK, they're probably in the UK what once a year, twice yeah. a year max, and they're touching your city once a year. So unless you travel a good distance and like big pay per views or anything like that, aren't usually over there. So. You know the UK shows, the PWG shows, crowds like that. It motivates me. It like makes it makes me want to watch more wrestling. It makes me want to train in more wrestling. It makes me want to write about more wrestling. It just makes me like wrestling more yeah. because you see that there are people that love it as much as they should. Anything to tell these bitches before we go? Oh, you can't call our listeners bitches. Call them Come bitches. On, man. Oh, uh, you know, no, just you should you should check out, you know, Progress, Red Pro, Evolve, all the promotions I wrestle at. You can you can find me probably at your, you know, you can find me on the internet. Uh, I, <laughs> like unless you come to a live show somewhere, you know. And lately, unless you're in Europe, you're really not going to see me too much unless you go to Evolve or PWG. So. Well, I'm- I am uh, watching several more of your matches. I'm trying to get in all of my recommended viewing for last year because there's some voting. A uh, site named Voices of Wrestling does is doing a match of the year voting, and i got to get my ballot in mm. this weekend. So i got to watch some more Matt stuff, I guess. Mm. 
Yeah, I got some yes, good stuff. Uh, I don't know if you got access to all the matches. I, don't I have know, access to a lot of stuff. I don't know if I even have access because WW, like when Flow Sports and WWN started doing their thing, I used to have a WWN account, but now like I can't stream any of the WWN footage off WWN. And I feel like Flow Sports, unless you go to their like one website, you can't access all of Evolve's library. It's yeah. pretty technical. Like, they don't have it all on the Roku. I wish it was all just on the Roku like it was for, you know, WWN and Evolve and stuff. So, Flow sure Sports, I respect, I respect you guys, but you guys need to pick up that <laughs> Roku game. Pick it up for Flow Slam. Guys, follow us at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful Online, at Fightful MMA, and, of course, at Sean Rossap. Matt is at Riddle Tough 7 because he is still on the Ultimate Fighter 7. <laughs> I guess. The original. I, I was on the Ultimate Fighter when that shit was real, not when they were bringing Junie Browning back for another season. This shit's ridiculous. Weren't sure. you on his season? Or no, it was a season was after. Was I on his season? You son of a bitch, no. <laughs> I think he was after me. He was, he was after the season me. after you, yeah. He was a real piece of garbage, that guy. Good thing <laughs> they're bringing him back. They're showing their true colors of bringing him back. Uh, Guys. Oh, register at Fightful.com. You'll get shows like this, the Shane Helm show, Elias, Theodore, Sean Pearson, the, the Sean Pearson show. He's an entertaining guy. He is. He's a good man. He is. He had like this weird wiener cam last week. The, like the camera was down by his crotch and pointing up. And we were like, what is this? Oh, wow. Like he had like the POV for your point of view. Of, like you were doing stuff to him. <laughs> exactly. Like, How you doing down there? Yeah, I was, actually, I was actually looking at some of our interviews, or not interviews, but our podcast. And I would like some of them were from like me looking up like this, and others are like this, and others are from me looking down. And my boss was like, "Why is Matt in a different zip code on this show? Like you were all the way across your house in one of them." I I I, I move around like I, like when we first started, I was in the basement. Then I went up to the second or second floor, and now I'm on the first floor. It's, I move around. I stick here in my office. China. China. Yeah, China, yeah. Maybe I'll do a show from outdoors next year. Oh, I, I might do. No, I probably won't. Guys, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.